Chapter 17 Stated with Certainty After Matt arrives back up at his apartment, he sees a familiar face darkening his doorstep. Bray, Matt states with certainty. And you're still Matt, Bray throws back. Her jeans dared anyone not to notice her figure. A pair of tech repair goggles slings around her neck, resting on top of a bevy of silver chains. Matt's staring doesn't go unnoticed. It's to keep away vampires, Bray informs him. They could just bite you somewhere else, Matt follies. Look at the brains on Matt, she replies. She then points to the door. You going to invite me in? Matt looks at the door, and then Bray. No, he tells her before walking in. Good move, she acknowledges as she follows him inside. Standing in the wide open living room area, Matt grabs the back of his head. He is visibly fighting back tears. What the hell is going on? He excruciatingly asks her. First, I get massive, pounding, sporadic, mind-numbing migraines. Then, you start texting me, telling me that we've met at least once before. I try to have some afternoon tea and a sandwich, but no, Agent Smith from 1961 basically tells me to stay away from The Matrix. Brace starts to show some concern. Calm down, or you're going to have an aneurysm. Matt starts swaying back and forth. I can't, he continues. None of it makes sense. Then, oh, then I have a dream that I can only describe as soul-cleansingly macabre. And now, here we are, Matt gestures around himself. My address isn't listed in the public registry, and yet here you are. Bray pulls a small rectangular box out of her left hip pocket. Strange, zigzag lines are strung across its face, each ending with a circle. She presses the top of one of the lines. The circle glows. A hum reverberates louder and louder, before a loud boom rings out. Nothing moves in the apartment. However, Matt notices that his default screensaver of Pleiades in all of its majesty was no longer glowing inside of his eyelids. He rubs them briskly. What the... he sputters in confusion. Long story, Bray begins. First off, The Matrix was a movie. Great trilogy, even better concepts, but still, just a movie. The dreams make sense. The headaches are right on time. The old school fed was exactly that. He's displaced. Bray walks over to a wall and leans on it. I texted you because you told me to, she continues. You don't remember because you're not supposed to. After a few moments' reflection, Matt realizes something aloud. None of that was in order. So, Bray replies, confused as to what he chose to focus on. Bottom line, the water supply everywhere is laced with trace docilizing agents. Don't ask, it just is. Okay. So, Bray replies, confused as to what he chose to focus on. Bottom line, the water supply everywhere 
is laced with trace docilizing agents. Don't ask, it just is. Okay, Matt hesitantly accepts. No one is supposed to remember yesterday, Britt explains. The theory is that it makes it easier to deal with tomorrow. You stop drinking your 104 ounces. Your body's going through withdrawal. That doesn't make any sense, Matt states as he shakes his head. Somebody would have written about it online. Someone would have spoiled it for whoever planned all this. Impossible, Bray insists. The law to do it was passed in the mid-21st century, one year after the singularity. As if rigor mortis had set in, Matt's entire body grows stiff. He closes his eyes. Hurriedly, Bray presses her box again. In a moment, Matt relaxes and opens his eyes. We have to keep moving, Bray demands. She then grabs his arm and pulls. Wait, Matt acquiesces. Why? N none of this... Bray leans in close and looks into Matt's eyes. He can no longer see her perfectly full lips. Our biosignatures refresh every ten minutes, she whispers. If we stay here for longer than nineteen minutes, the central server will register this location and bookmark it. We definitely wouldn't want that, would we?